AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. Welcome to Deckheads, a production of iHeartRadio. Welcome to Deckheads with your hosts, Nick and Anna. Broadcasting from the bottom of the boat, below, below deck. Ooh, I'm horny. All yacht talk all the time. I'm having a party. We're shoveling coal to keep this show afloat. I love cocaine. We're off the map in international waters. I need some drama, me. Hide that cocaine. Never. In my nose. Just so you know, I'm in an open relationship. Below deck. Woo! Below me. What? Deckhead. Are you okay? So I had a water just right out of reach around the corner. And um, I got it and then just fully smacked my face. My eyebrow, like eyebrow bone, which in me, because I'm a... Um, a crow magnet? No, what's it? Uh... What? Are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel so stupid. I feel so stupid just because I have so little water in me. But uh, I got a nice healthy glass right now, and I'm ready to boop, 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 zoom back up to normal to hammer out episodes two and three. I want to talk about this show because this is my favorite season of all time, hands down. This is incredible. I laugh. I clap. I stand up. I enjoy. I've shared this season. I shared this season with Nick Vatterot yesterday. I don't often be like, I have to pull someone in to tell them what's going on. But this season is so good. I don't care that they just put Mila in here. The producers tried to fuck with everyone. I don't care. I'm appreciative. Uh, no! God damn it! You didn't record? No! Oh, no, I did. Fuck. Sorry. I thought I had things in a different order. I took my... my I recorded in the living room. God. And then I just put it all together here and everything is in a different spot. And uh, I thought I wasn't recording. So, basically, what I... Th- I think I am a little too hot, though. You Hi. need to bring it down <laughs> 700 notches, please. I'm telling you, I haven't. I just, what you just saw me ate, I, I put like a third of a pita in some hummus from four days ago. That was the first thing I'd had in two days. Oh, and that's the last you heard of Nick. He went to jail after thinking he wasn't recording and then was recording and then lied. <laughs> and still couldn't be happy. No, because he only ate a pita. there's so much going on okay you know what let's start the show because this is a shit show okay so guys we are talking about uh below deck mediterranean season four episode two okay so we continue with mila heating up some steaks in the microwave and um they get to the main they get the main course out on time and hannah's annoyed that the steak was heated up in the microwave to begin with and um, 
The guests do like the food. They're into it. But Hannah just thinks they're being polite because that's Hannah. She's like, no, they hate it. <laughs> they hate it. They have to hate it. They it's confusing. Have to hate it. It's very confusing at this point. I don't even know. Yeah. Okay. So um, um, yeah, no, they they're so nice. I don't understand. This guy's like a money manager or something. And um, he's he's single, and none of this ever comes up. Usually, if a charter is single, the main charter, it's all about like getting that dude fucked. <laughs> yeah. Um, and this guy is just like totally nice, and he's like, "What's this? An enchilada? Wow, this is almost as good as chilies." Yeah, it is pretty. Uh, I don't know. It's they're an interesting crew. I think they're very easygoing in their nature which is why they're not like concerned about the food yeah i mean i understand that the food is good you know it's all you know i look at the food and i'm like yes that is food i eat (laughs) that does not seem weird to put that food in your mouth and when i eat that food i'm always like hell yeah (laughs) this is great hell yeah old el paso taco shells and some like really nice taco meat in there that's incredible. I mean, those nachos. I went to a Super Bowl party. Have you ever done this where you go to two different Super Bowl parties? First half at one party, second half at another party. No. Okay. And that's, I understand that. But I have a party in New York, my friend Dustin Diodato's, that I went to like 15 years in a row. Mm-hmm. So then, um, Based on, you know, who I'm dating, sometimes I would have another Super Bowl party to go to at maybe whatever, my girlfriend's house. And so um, one year, um, I went to Lyra's cousin's house for the first half of the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. And I know the second half of the Super Bowl is this incredible Super Bowl party that I go to every year. And I love it. I know exactly what it is. And all my friends are there. And then this one is a party we were supposed to go to. We get there. It's just Lyra's cousin and uh, her uh, significant other. There's no one else there. It's just them. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's no food. Oh. <laughs> and that, they make nachos in the oven. And it is literally Tostitos with shredded cheese on it. And like they have salsa and sour cream. Um, and I was like, this is a party you invited me to. Um, I cannot believe that, that this is happening. I don't think it was a party. I, well, why were we there? To watch a Super Bowl in a small group of friends. Would you say? I would have definitely what, supplied the food, though. Of course you would have, Anna. Because it's you know rude to, to invite people. anyone over. Well, I'm Persian, so I would kill myself if I ever made anyone feel that way. Anyway, so it's a funny story between me and, and Lyra that we bring up all the time. Like nachos, like the, the shitty, like a Charlie Brown's Christmas tree of nachos. And that is what Mila made. But she also drizzled a can of corn on it. So it's even worse. But she just like, the thing was with that, like, she, it's as if she, it's like nachos, but she wasn't aware that you, you had to put cheese on it. She didn't. Know about the cheese, Anna. I know. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> like, she's like, no, I think you just need red sauce and corn for nachos. Okay. I have another spinoff idea. Uh, okay. Oops, all Mila's. <laughs> I mean, that's already oops, all chefs, isn't it? <laughs> no, it's just a person in every position who is pretending to know how to do it. Oh, yeah. So like us, basically, if we were like, I'm like, and I'm Captain Anna. They're like, can we leave the dock? And I'm like, "Uh uh-huh. If everyone's CV (laughs) said silver service, wink. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Okay. So, uh, yeah. So the deck crew's packing up the water toys and Captain Sandy sees the rejected nachos and is definitely confused by them. And she's like, oh, these were, these were going to go out to the guests. And she's like, yeah. Okay. And then Hannah, um, goes to talk to Captain Sandy about the food because she wants to be as communicative as possible this season because last season was a mess between them. And Captain Sam- Sandy is happy that Hannah didn't take the nachos out to the guests. And uh, 
Travis is teaching Jack how to roll towels in the most efficient way possible. And Jack is on anchor watch that night, but he says he prefers to get his beauty sleep. And then everyone else goes to bed and it's the next day. It's my horrible Jack impression. Uh, oh, so the, the next day was all. What's that? I was going to want to give me a view just but you did not say real words. <laughs> It really, he does need subtitles. Yeah, he just went right off the end. He, two words. Amazing. You amazing. can only hear about those two words. I like it. it I love the accent because it's always like, um, I don't know what that means. <laughs> well, because all of that, it's like, my name is Jack. Like the, the way the accent goes, it's very like, Lily. Lily. Yes, I'm not really here. (laughs) You're dreaming. That's where my family is. I realize you like Hitler, but I'd still like to take you into the hot tub. (laughs) He's such a lack of moral character. Whatever. (laughs) Wow, everyone hates you, rightfully. (laughs) Do you you want to fuck? <laughs> okay, we'll get there. But anyway, the guests ca- tell Captain Sandy the food has been fantastic, but she's very skeptical. It's the next day, by the way. I don't remember if yeah, I did do that. So Jack, you did. Jack, and then you laughed at your own joke. <laughs> Jack accidentally takes Captain Sandy's radio, and she asks for it back, and he's like, "I don't want to be on her bad side." <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be visited by three jacks. (laughs) Anyway, so they they pull up anchor and head to the beach picnic location uh, while the guests have breakfast. And Hannah asks to sit down with Mila and set up a meal service plan. Uh, And she's like, okay, I'm going to go and get some inspiration for the sandwiches I'll be making them for the beach picnic. I was like, girl, it's like a club sandwich. What inspo do you need? She's like, I'm going to go check out my Pinterest page where I've pinned club sandwiches. Oh, Mila is such a fraud. It's not even funny. (laughs) Anyway. They all need to sit down. Just Captain Sandy. Take her into the kitchen. Get Find one of those pictures of one of the meals that she supposedly made. Mm -hmm. Get all the ingredients for that. Sit there and say, make it. Right. That's what the fin- that's what the reunion should be. Right. Like, hey, we got a special two hour reunion. First, we're going to shame Mila. Then we're going to get into it. Yeah. So Aisha says people think she's an airhead because she's so happy all the time. But then they learn that she has a double science degree and has a lot more going on her- in her head than it appears. Two science degrees. Hmm. Wow. That. Why would. Why do you need two? Because she's just that smart. She learned science and then she came back and she's like, I forgot. Yeah. I got, Can I learn it again? Mm-hmm. And that's why she forgot again and now she's a stew. Huh. Yeah. Right. And so the deck crew That's and the an incredible stews. true story. <laughs> that's an incredible true story. Incredible. I think she might be the standout of this season. Oh. Um, well, yeah. Okay. Sure. I mean, I just, what? What did I we, do to break you? Are we forgetting about Mila? I mean, what is more important than oh, Mila Oh, right well, now? yeah, sure. Mila, the fucking uh, idiot. Of course Mila's not going to make it to the end. I no. think we all Mila know that in our hearts. Mila has one and a half episodes left, if that. Okay. <laughs> There's Mila's just, edging I out. can't believe her... Her friend was coming back, and she's like, Nachos, you got to go. Yeah. Nachos, Berman's coming, and she's blonde now. Anyway. Yeah. I looked at that episode again because there's a, um, they, they now do a pop-up video for episodes on uh, Bravo. They'll do, like, the, video, the episode again with uh, facts, like a pop-up video facts. Mm. It's on the app. It's on the, the Bravo app. Which is, of course, a mess right now. But they do have this whole season. Anyway, uh, I watched the pop-up video, the first half of the first episode. And it was, I can't remember anything that happened. Um, but I did see those, th- those two guys again. And uh, those, those two guys are fucking snacks. 
the engineer and the other stew and the other crew member or whatever. The first officer. Yeah, that dude's a fucking snack attack. Interesting. You think he's yeah, attractive? So I just don't know why no one's fucking that dude. Maybe those guys got to be married, mm-hmm. which wouldn't stop some of uh, some of these people. <laughs> Oh, Colin is boring. All right, let's get back into it. (laughs) So, poor Colin. Uh, Yeah, the deck crew and the stews are working on prepping for the beach picnic, and JWoww puts Travis in charge of the beach picnic because he's the laid deckhand, and Travis is like, I don't really care for the hierarchy stuff that comes on yachts. I have a nose ring. And then so they head out to set up the beach picnic, and JWoww is stalking Brooke on Instagram while on break, and Hannah tells him not to do it, and he says that Hannah's been very helpful in this situation and, and has been a good pep talker for him, and and then she's like, don't worry, JWoww, you'll knock up a stew soon enough. And he's like, yes, I'm working on it. And then I think looks at Anastasia and she's like, don't look at me, freak. How incredible is that story, by the way? That she was the one that ended up cheating on him? That Brooke cheated on JWoww! I know. Wow, what a left turn! I know. But Everyone I've ever known has ever cheated on me. It's... It's, I'm afraid JWoww is going to cheat on me. I sorry. better tell that cute guy over there about how my boyfriend's about to cheat on me. Hi. My boyfriend's about I got to pre-cheat on, on my boyfriend. Me. She went to Zimbabwe and then cheated on him? Yeah, after taking a photo with like a lion. I mean, after the lion photo? Yeah. And then she's and he wanted to make it work, and she was and like, "No, thank you." After she cheated on him, he wanted to make it work. Yeah, he's because he loved her. He was her. just stuck there with those lions. He loved her. Why? I don't know. She looks too much like my old manager. She wait, what? Who? Brooke does. Yes, you're old. It's very off-putting. I don't know what to tell my you. My entertainment manager for seven years. Who, who left She looks you? exactly like her. It's insane. Did she also it's cheat really on crazy. you and leave you? Yes. Mm. She cheated on me with, um, uh, let's see, Kumail Nanjiani, uh, et cetera. Um, she <laughs> made the right decision. Anyway. Um, <clears throat> what? Back into it. Okay. Uh, yeah, so Mila's making lunch for the guests for the beach picnic, but she's an hour behind schedule, and Hannah doesn't understand because all she had to do was make five sandwiches for five people. Dumb. Yeah, how many sandwiches do you make for five people? You probably got to make ten sandwiches, right? Mm, no, I think she literally just made five sandwiches. That's not a good amount of sandwiches. And she was an hour behind. For, for five luxury customers. You're going to want to make a fucking sandwich platter. You're going to want to make 20 sandwiches, maybe. And then they eat fucking however many they fucking want. You don't make sure. five sandwiches. I'll tell you when I'm hungry. After one sandwich. I'm perhaps more hungry than, than at any other time. Hmm. Sounds like you're pretty hungry. I'm a hungryman. Anyway, Hannah sends From the guests. a long line of hungrymen. Hannah sends the guests to the beach, but Aisha isn't ready for them, so she has to scramble to get everything set up in time, and she nails it. And Hannah says she's happy that Anastasia's a good stew for once, because in the past, her third stews have been a bit messy, if you will. Such as... What was that girl's name? Lauren? I don't know. Jessica? The one who, like, dated Bobby, whatever. Uh, And then there was... uh, Jet, no, God, I have no memory of any of these people. Okay, whatever. Back on the boat, Mila is telling Jay Wow that she moved to France four years ago to go to culinary school, and it's been great. And then on the beach, Aisha realizes that they left behind the tequila on the boat, and Jay Wow runs it out to the boat. And on the beach, Jay Wow throws Colin the tequila bottles, and one of the bottles breaks because, yes, throwing glass is a great idea. And then back on board, Jack is bringing Captain Sandy tea. So he can get on her good side. He's like, oh, I've got some tea for you. I've got some tea for you, Captain Sanders. Would you like to go in the hot tub? <laughs> yep. And then Captain Sandy notices bad weather's coming in quick. So she alerts the crew because the guests are still on the beach. And 
Mila and Hannah come up with a game plan for dinner, and Mila says she hates fake people, and she thinks Hannah is fake. Yeah, me too. And uh, I always say, never let a Siberian-Russian woman realize you're being fake to her. Um, She's right, too, you know. Shit. We have to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Mother's Day is right around the corner, and in true She Pivots fashion, we're highlighting moms who've dedicated their lives and their pivots to supporting mothers. The iconic Christy Turlington will join us to talk about launching Every Mother Counts after pivoting from her 90s supermodel days. And later, the co-CEOs of Baby to Baby will share how they're addressing the needs for millions of babies and moms. So tune in and subscribe to She Pivots. New episodes out every Wednesday. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course... We'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. Sorry Nick, about not telling you we had to take a break. Nick for, earlier, forgot to tell me we had to take a break. Uh, That's usually my job. it's my own job to pay attention to the timer, but here I am throwing it all away because I Nick, can pay attention to it. It's Nick's not, a liar. It's not your fault. Okay. So uh, the guests get back to the boat quick, and then the crew comes back and picks up all the beach picnic supplies afterward. And Jack is moving at a snail's pace to get the water toys in. And Captain Sandy's like, Jack, come on. Fucking move it. He's like, oh, more bad. I don't know where I am. Damn it. I'm losing the accent. Yeah. You might not have had it. Yeah. No, I definitely didn't have it. Uh, I was trying. Okay. So, uh, yeah. And then <laughs> after like barely pulling in the water toys, Jack decides to go have a cup of tea before he's done working. And then Travis says he won't rat him out. But Wow finds him anyway and is like radios him and goes, uh, come back to work, bitch. And then Wow says that Jack would, he was hoping Jack would be more efficient, but it might be that he's just lazy. He just might be a lazy well, bitch. Of course he's lazy. That's the whole narrative. He's lazy and he's going to get fired. Mm. Well, he's not a guy who works. He's he's like a Nikki T type. Oh, if you put me on a ship, I'm not going to do as much as fucking J. Wow, dude. Whenever I see J. Wow do something, I'm going to be like, 
Jay, wow. You do a lot of work. But I'm going to go take a nap. Remember that guy who took a nap? Oh, shit. Chris? Chris Brown. Chris Brown. Chris Brown. Yeah. yeah. He got fired, right? Uh, yeah, he got let go. Because they yeah. remember they brought in EJ and they just didn't have room for him. And they had him literally like sleeping in a hammock. On, in, <laughs> I forgot about that. He was sleeping in the next room. Yeah, he was just like in the yes. bilge where they have all the yeah, supplies. Where we, where, where we sleep. Yeah, and we were like, rude, fire yeah. this guy. This is our Yeah, zone. then he would like kept talking to us and be like, it's Chris Brown, you know, like the slap guy. And I'm like, yeah. he did a lot more than that, you know? So uh, Mila says she's not a cake person and didn't take the pastry courses at her cooking school or when she was studying, but she's going to wing it anyway and hope for the best, which is never what you want to hear from Mila. Oh, that's right. It's because it's the guest's birthday that night. So she has to make a cake for the birthday dinner. And Travis says he's been. I love it because every chef, you know, hates making cakes because they're above it. And it's nice to see that even pretend chefs hate making cakes. Well, it's like you literally just have to Google how to make a cake. And it's pretty simple. Like making a cake is, sorry to say, one of the easiest things in the sense that you just need the right ingredients like mm, flour, baking soda, uh, whatever else you need, sugar. I don't know. I don't know. Well, I'm just saying I could easily Google how to... Make a cake. Yeah, right? Like, she's pulling shit okay. out of an old El Paso bag anyway. Just get a Betty Main ingredients. Cake. Flour, sugar, eggs, butter or oil, and baking powder or baking soda. You know soda. which cake tasted good that I had for my birthday? Every fucking cake. <laughs> it's like... Cake is good. Simple white cake. <laughs> These fucking dolts out here, they're eating it up. What a half cup butter, one cup white sugar, two eggs. Oh my god! Vanilla extract. Flour. You gotta use the measuring spoons. I don't understand how she was like. I'll just wing a fucking cake. It's the easiest thing to just find the simplest cake recipe on the internet. Well, also chefs are always like, I don't need to look at you know recipes. I'm just gonna foot foot foot. But baking, you really gotta yeah. look at the recipe. Right. And so Travis says he's been tossing the salad, waiting for everyone. And Hannah, Colin, and Wow are like, I'm sorry, what? You've been eating ass? He's like, no, I've literally just been tossing the salad, like the salad that we're having for crew lunch. Um, that eating ass, that's Captain Lee's job, right, yeah. Anna? You don't got to tell me, dude. <laughs> I'm going to have to eat some ass. Someone made a <laughs> meme of that. Did I send it to you? I saw it. Yeah, yeah it it's great. pretty funny. So Captain Sandy insists Mila slice some ham for the guest, even though she doesn't have the right slicer. And she's like, I just can't. I can't do it. It's just not possible. It'd be too thick. And then Captain Sandy's like, let me see your cutting board. Well, apparently Captain Sandy used to work in a butcher. Well, her father was in the meat business and he would slaughter the cow and skin it and hang it for two weeks in a cooler and then make sausage out of it. So she's okay, sorry. I, I guess that's more. <laughs> yeah, that's more info. Uh, so she <laughs> grew up doing that. So she starts slicing the ham very thin, perfectly, like nails it. And she's like, yeah, you know, I didn't love growing up like, in, you know, doing that, but I can do it. Takes me back to my childhood. So the guests are getting ready for dinner and the stews are in the galley and they try some of Mila's cake and they're like, oh, okay, it's vanilla. Wait, what the fuck? And it has like apparently a very strong baking powder aftertaste. And they're concerned and they don't want to serve it. And Mila's like, well, I'm just going to serve it anyway. because I'm just going to serve it. Like She's like, I don't have anything else. And it's like, "Mm, no, you can't serve that. And then so Hannah takes a piece of the cake to Captain Sandy to try. And she agrees that the aftertaste is terrible and that they're in trouble. And Captain Sandy says, most chefs are good cooks, but not good at baking. But on a yacht, you need to be able to do both. So she's like, I have to talk to Mila after this charter and see what's up. And then Mila asks Anastasia to step in. And well, Anastasia's like, do you want me to just fucking make this shit? And she's like, yeah. So Anastasia steps in to make like a cupcake or cakes or whatever, just anything, because Mila claims to not have time to do it. And so Anastasia steps in and she's like, I've cooked for 14 people before because that was my my last job was a chef on a 
charter boat. And Anastasia gets to baking and she says her mom was a pastry chef. So she's very used to this. And Hannah lets Captain know that Anastasia's on it to save the day. Yay. I just, this is why it's so hard. I mean, I read that article where they talked to the, like the VP of production at Bravo. Um, like the Washington Post did an article about, you know, whether Mila was a plant or not, because it's too perfect. Yeah. It's too perfect that, oh, there happens to be a second chef who can help. Like, oh, that's yeah, you're crazy. Right. Like, what there's are the never odds? a second chef. That most, at most, there's like a Rocky or a Bruno right. or people that are like interested, but they can't do the dinner themselves. But like, why would they need this plant? Because it's incredible. She's my favorite character of all time. She's homophobic. Who is homophobic? I know. You can't find someone willing to be homophobic on television. It is kind of weird. It's crazy. It's so much fun. And yeah, she has no social media. And yeah, the thing is like, there was some other star now profile that... I said she was an actor, an extra, and a model. But, ah, but that where, what? <laughs> where, who, what, where, where, why? Yeah, so, yes, info, the, first, the first course goes over well, even though she put a giant pizza piece of mozzarella on each person's plate for their caprese salad. I love that person was like, this is a really big piece of cheese. Or so, What was the quote? It was a really big oh, piece of mozzarella. Oh, it made me laugh. It's a big piece of cheese. It's the biggest piece of cheese I've ever seen. It was the size of a hamburger. Yeah. But you don't got to eat it all. I'm, you know, I'm here for it. Give me a big piece of cheese. I dare you to give me a big piece of cheese. Give this little mouse some cheese. You'll see a maze get finished real quick. Uh. This little mouse. So... They eat the cake and die, right? <laughs> no. Oh. So um, Aisha says she has a very dirty mind, but she's actually not promiscuous at all and would rather watch Gilmore Girls than suck a dick. You mean Aisha the Geisha from Felicia? <laughs> Aisha the Geisha from Felicia? Aisha the Geisha from Felicia. So the guests like the second course as well. Well, the second course at least is like a steak dinner. No, I thought that was it. No, right? the second course was just pasta. It was truffled pasta. Oh, I'm sorry. This is the the, the wrong meal. Right, right, right. That was the last meal. That was a ham. I don't know what I'm talking about. Let's move on. Nobody needs to hear from me anymore. Right. I'm clunking it up, Anna. Yeah. I'm no good. Well, Mila's icing the cake terribly and somehow manages to make it work in the end because uh, Captain Sandy keeps being like, clean it up. Clean it up. She says the same things to the deck crew and the interior. She just goes around telling people to clean things up. Even the food. I think that's remarkable. Yeah. She has her own little quirks. She's got to find quirks, you know, because she doesn't have the same, you know, Captain Lee is easy because his quirks are just stealing money. But Captain Sandy doesn't steal money, so she's got to, you know... She's got to get in there everywhere and get her tentacles in there and tell you to clean. Yeah. So <laughs> tentacles. They bring the entire crew out to sing happy birthday to the guest and it goes over well. They love the cake that Anastasia made. And Mila's upset that Aisha told the guests that Anastasia made the cake. And she's like, mm, I'm not going to lie. And they asked. And uh, Mila tells Anastasia that she's upset that Hannah said that Anastasia should carry the cake out because she's the one who made it. And Anastasia was like, well, I don't think she's meant to, to be rude. She just was like, you saved the day, so you get to fucking carry it out. And then Wow and Colin agree that Hannah and Mila are going to kill each other. And now it's the next day. Yes. The guests are having breakfast. And Anastasia says that Aisha is so inappropriate with the guests, but they love it. And she says it's all like happiness and blowjobs with her. And Jack says that he has no clue what's going on on deck. And he's just there uh, for the suntan as they pull up the anchor to head back to dock. I don't know what's going on. Do it. You do it better. I don't know what's going on. 
Yeah. Thank you. Was that it? I, I'm sorry. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. So, uh, wait, what is it? Wow. I see. I always want to say Joao because I keep forgetting because I write it as Joao, but then I always have to remember it's Wow. Well, I think if you say Joao at this point, that's fine. I think any way you want to say it, Anna, I think you do a great job here. And uh, it's up to you. Um, yeah. So Wow wants to prove to Captain Sandy that she can trust him while he's under the pressure of this new role. And Travis says people think they're the tits when working on the boat, but you're just a janitor on a floating toilet. I was like, dude, that's savage. Um, that is something. I I, I think I high fived uh, Lyra after he said that. Um, that was incredible. You're a janitor on a floating toilet. That guy is fucking hilarious. The guy that's the same guy that says, uh, "You absolute oxygen thief." And that's yeah. very funny. I like. This I guy. know. So yeah, they nail a complicated docking, and JWoww is very relieved. The guests are leaving, and the main primary is very emotional because he says it's the greatest vacation of his life, uh, and he starts to get choked up and like like oh, I'm having a great time. Uh, and on that note, let's take another quick break, and we will be right back. <laughs> Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. <gasps> what? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Mother's Day is right around the corner, and in true She Pivots fashion, we're highlighting moms who've dedicated their lives and their pivots to supporting mothers. The iconic Christy Turlington will join us to talk about launching Every Mother Counts after pivoting from her 90s supermodel days. And later, the co-CEOs of Baby to Baby will share how they're addressing the needs for millions of babies and moms. So tune in and subscribe to She Pivots. New episodes out every Wednesday. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course... We'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're, and we're back. back. Woo! Bow, 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 bow. <sighs> so because the main primary guest was getting so emotional and starting to choke up, Mila says in Russia, men don't cry, not even at their own mother's funerals. So it made her feel uncomfortable and weird when the main primary started to choke up as he was leaving. To choke up? I mean, buddy, who are you? 
We don't know you. We didn't talk to you at all. Why would you cry to me? Mm-hmm. That's weak. You know, my my Putin wouldn't let him cry that way. Men don't cry where I'm from in Russia. Did you just stop doing that? That's the white power symbol, bro. What the It's fuck? also an okay symbol. Yeah, but that's what the white power people use to identify each other. Yeah, but okay, let's just say from now on, if you ever see me do the okay symbol, I'm not trying to tell you about white power. I don't believe it anymore, honestly. I don't believe it. I don't know who you are anymore. All right. Well, uh, I guess this is it. Bye. Bye. Yeah, you racist piece of shit. (laughs) You fucking Russian plant. I didn't even know. You've outed yourself as a Russian plant. I know. Mm -hmm. So anyway, it's tent meeting time, you fucking fuck. And uh, Captain Sandy was very happy with everyone, but says she's still worried about Jack. And he's like, I'm always in trouble, but I've got the smile. And I paid good money for it. Go ahead. Why you hate Jack? You know you hate Jack. So please don't fire Jack. Okay. Well, yeah, he says, I paid good money for my smile and I'm going to use it. Uh, And then we learned that they got a 13K tip. Wow. And then after the tip meeting, Colin learns that New Zealanders are called Kiwis. uh, And he's clearly freaked out by how dirty Aisha is. Like her language, like what she talks about. Oh, yeah. She says some stuff where I'm like, that's cool. That's cute. I like that little spunk. And then she says other stuff. And then I'm like, do not talk to the captain about touching your poop with your finger while it is still inside of your body. That's gross as hell, dog. I think it's fine. Oh, shut up. (laughs) You gross piece of shit. (laughs) Shut up. You're the racist Russian plant. Oh, shut up. (laughs) What the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? Uh, That's my impression of Nick, the racist Russian plant. (laughs) Yeah. Does anyone ever go through that thing when you find out that... um, your podcast host is actually a Russian spy pretending to be an American. Oh, yeah. That thing when? What if there was a spinoff of the Americans about this? Well, I hope I can get some money. <laughs> yeah, fuck you. I would make sure you never got any money no! after after selling the rights to your life. You won't see a cent, honey. Sucks. Yeah. It's like the blind side. I need approval. Okay, that's a reference to a former episode where the blind side was on Below Deck. No no one? Okay, yeah. No, I mean, I'm here. I remember that. It's good. I mean, it doesn't make what you did. I don't like it suddenly. Is no one on the show with me? Hello, Anna. Can you not (laughs) hear me anymore? I don't think anyone's on the show with me anymore. All right, this oh, episode is geez. running long. So Mila says that Jack has good hair and teeth. Uh, and because of that, she asks him if he prefers boys. I was like, cool vibe, Mila. Cool, weird vibe. Uh, she's a homophobe. And it's fucked up. And Captain Lena, Lena, I wrote Captain Lee. Fuck. You idiot. I know. And then I tried to call him Captain Lena because... The- I'm miserable. Captain Sandy calls Mila into a meeting and asks her to step up her game and shows her photos of what she submitted in her resume for her plating. She's like, you should step up your plating too. It should look better. The pasta shouldn't be in a bowl. Like it should be beautiful. I'm concerned about you. And Mila's like, okay, I will do it. So Jack is telling Travis that he was surprised that Mila thought he was gay, but... They say that they can't wait to see her all dressed up for when they go out that night because she's a minx. And then she brings them all beers and they get all excited and rude awakening heading your way. So everyone's getting ready to go out. And Jack says he doesn't know what to do with himself with all these ladies. And he was dating a girl before this. And he told her that 
He's going on a yacht and he's not going to be faithful. <laughs> okay. And then he says he's looking forward to having a few drinks and cracking it up with one of the girls. Cracking it up. It's yep. different when you say it because it sounds like joking around. <laughs> yeah, but he's like, but that's not what he Liverpool. Mm -hmm. So uh, in the cab, in one of the cabs that has Hannah, Wow, Anastasia, Colin, I believe. I don't know. They're talking about how Mila's not a very good chef. And Hannah's defending saying that by being like, I'm not being a bitch. I'm just being honest because I do think she's a good person. But in the other cab with Mila, Travis, Aisha, and Jack, Mila is asking Travis if he's also gay because he has a nose ring on. And they call her a classic Russian homophobe. And she agrees and says she doesn't want to see a man kissing another man in front of her. And then Jack pretends to kiss Travis and she laughs and he says, do whatever you want in your home. But I do not want my son growing up seeing two men kissing and thinking this is normal because it's not normal. And then Aisha and Travis keep being like, it is normal. You're a homophobe. And then cut Does back. Does she to have a son? No, but I think she just means like in the future. Uh, or maybe she fucking does. Who knows with this weird Russian Siberian. Right. Also, maybe Jack's already gotten her pregnant. You think? Mm -hmm. With his teeth? Yeah. Um, he carries his sperm in there, secret sperm. It's like, you know how like spies, like you probably know this because you're a spy, but you keep mm -hmm. like, uh, you keep like a pill of like cyanide in your mouth. So in case yeah. you're being interrogated, you just bite that and kill yourself. I actually don't do that because I chew gum. So I'm pretty sure I would just put it in there and then immediately just kill myself. What? So oh. I have a different thing where I um I have a like an EpiPen kind of thing just filled with poison. <laughs> anyway, it's a different. And not all spies are the same. And you I think pull that it out of your thinks, your like titty roll. You're like whoop whoop. Bop. Yeah, I squeeze to get more roll of the titty, <laughs> and then I I bloop blop bloop. bloop I mean bloop. I would, but they would kill me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so in the other cab, they're all like, well, I don't know, Mila, she might be a shit chef, but she's really sweet. <laughs> and then cut back to Mila's cab, and they're going. she's going on about how she loves Putin and is happy that he doesn't let gay pride parades happen in the country. And Travis is getting very upset with her and says he doesn't want to speak to her again. And she's like, oh, are your feelings hurt? And he's like, yes, homosexuality is natural, so fuck you. And then, yeah, he calls her an oxygen thief and tells her to sit far away from him at dinner. And that's the end of the episode. And I say good for Travis for standing up for the LGBTQIA plus community. Yeah, thank you, Travis. Fuck you, Mila. Fuck you. Homosexuality Bo is natural. All right. Boat facts with Nikki T's. The Russians are spying on us with secret spy boats. Boat the, fact. Okay. The Victor no. Leonov is a Russian surveillance ship mm -hmm. um, that has been sailing off the coast of South Carolina and Florida in the last few days. This is, um, this is a, an article from a few months ago. Mm. Uh, the ship's actions were determined to be unsafe because it is not using running lights in low visibility weather and it is not responding to commercial vessels' attempts to communicate to avoid potential accidents. Just sitting there being like, I don't, I don't I'm not here. Anyway, so it was just telling everyone uh, to be, you know, guns up because these people are fucking here. And I thought, is that real? Are they really still? Why would they be there? They just like come to Florida and be like, we're looking at you. But I looked up the boat and it's a Vishna class. These are a group of intelligence collection ships built for the Soviet Navy in the 1980s. The ships continue in service with the Russian Navy and there's seven of them. This one was the last built, and they're all being used currently, still. And so just all the time, there's these fucking seven boats all around, just hanging out in Florida, mostly. Um, and you know what, buddy? That's where Below Deck operates out of. Fort Lauderdale. Uh, I'm nervous. You're nervous that Below Deck is going to be... Yeah, well, uh, in 2017, the Victor Leonov, um, there was an issue because it was off the coast of Connecticut. And uh, it has never ventured that far north before. I don't know what, I guess it just spies on Florida. She doesn't typically go further than Virginia. But it's just like, there's these boats. It's like this fucking boat just sits out there just on the East Coast all the time, just fucking staring at us. 
just in full plain sight, and I want to blow it up. Oh, Nick. Anyway, that's uh, Boat Facts for today. We're being spied on, and everything, every bad thought you ever had about the Russians is real. Mila is real, and and I'm I'm scared. Yeah, I wasn't concerned that Mila wasn't real. I'm scared. <laughs> All right, well, can I read a five-star review we got? Please. So we got a five-star review from Spoken Elevated Truths. Oh, it sounds like he's high. Uh, sounds like a Russian spy. Just joking. I'm oh. sorry. Their caption is, hee har har, five stars. They're, oh, I listen to this podcast for the same reason I watch Below Deck, to be entertained. Woo! Fuck yeah, hee har har, spoken elevated truths. Not truly a fan of Below Deck. The show is a go-to while doing the mundane. Deckheads does the same when not in front of a TV. Anna and Nick's banters are hilarious and keeps my spirits high in these core times. I giggle so much to myself that my husband thinks I've lost it. Hell yeah, honey. Hey, you have. If you're listening to this show, you have lost it. And welcome to the club. I know, seriously. But on Wells, thanks for the breakdowns and laughs. Thank you, Spoken Elevated Truths, for the dope five-star review. Wow. We appreciate you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for coming on this ride. I can't wait till she hears you read this in three months. I know. I'm sorry. We have no sense of time or space anymore. (laughs) (laughs) We're so all over the place. It's a mess. Okay, Anna. We did it. I'll see you tomorrow. Bye. All right, Nick. Uh, So follow us at Deckheads Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Email us at deckheadspod at gmail.com. Hey, check out our merch on Public. We have a lot of fun stuff coming. We got some fun stuff up right now. You can follow me at Anna Hosnier and Nick at Nick's Turners and be like uh, Elevated Truths and leave us a five-star review because we'll read it and we'll appreciate it and we'll love it and it will uh, make us very happy. All right. Bye. Deckheads is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Mother's Day is right around the corner, and in true She Pivots fashion, we're highlighting moms who've dedicated their lives and their pivots to supporting mothers. The iconic Christy Turlington will join us to talk about launching Every Mother Counts after pivoting from her 90s supermodel days. And later, the co-CEOs of Baby to Baby will share how they're addressing the needs for millions of babies and moms. So tune in and subscribe to She Pivots. New episodes out every Wednesday. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.